time for the September 6th, 2013 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, an interpretive guide to current events broadcasting from the campus of the University of California at Irvine in an undisclosed location in the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. <sighs> and that's Mahler. Mahler, Mahler is protesting. Mahler, you today. know, what I, he's yeah. so excited. He's he, protesting. Oh, is he protesting? Yeah. Oh, okay, that's what he's okay, excited yeah. about. Today he's protesting. Yeah, he is protesting. Yeah, like, he is plenty fed up with all this stuff. Aren't you, Mahler? Aren't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it, Mahler. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. It, it pisses me off, too. <laughs> Police in Sri Lanka, according to Mahler's uh, story. Mm hmm. Police in Sri Lanka launched an inquiry after office officers held a group wedding for trained sniffer dogs. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, a that's wedding right, for you trained... Calm down. I'll tell uh, them all about yeah, it. Yeah, please. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, they held a wedding for their... The police held a wedding for their, uh, you know, dogs that sniff out explosives and whatever else they might think needs to be sniffed out. Bad breath. Mm-hmm. Drugs. Mm-hmm. This is in Sri Lanka. This is in Sri Lanka. Mm-hmm. Anyway, pictures, photographs emerged earlier in the week. That would be this week, showing the nine animals dressed in traditional wedding shawls, hats, ties, and socks on a decorated podium. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a religious ceremony for mm-hmm. the nine pooches that are getting married. Nice. Uh-huh. The incident was condemned by Sri Lanka's Minister for Culture and Arts. That would be T.B. Ekananayaki. Wow. Who said the wedding undermined traditional marriage rituals. He's right. This, this, <laughs> he is. This, I this, mean, sounds, this sounds familiar to he's me. He's technically I, correct. I don't want to draw a comparison yeah. between dogs no. and the no. LGBT community. No. no. But there is there is something going on here where people just can't relax about things, no. you know? No. As, as if these dogs really are yeah. married. Yeah. It has nothing to do with, with, <sighs> with the rights of people. It just has to do with fun and games. You know, I'm surprised I heard about this on Weekly Signals and not on the floor of the Senate, of the United States Senate. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's kind I of know thing. the Senate. Yeah. I'm familiar with that. I, yeah, I'm saying that I'm surprised that Senator Vitter from Louisiana didn't stand up and start, you know— Start re yeah start what, uh, what did railing he have going on was he the well Vitter's the guy that the prostitute the guy that visited prostitutes who admittedly was yeah. soliciting the uh, yeah. the uh, work of uh, uh-huh. you know prostitutes and apparently had a proclivity for the craft of uh, prostitutes yes the cra- craft of prostitution and has gone on it was before that the and art, after that the art of prostitution. thank you is has really railed against the uh, you know the, the degradation of american morals and especially in the in the realm of family and marriage so yeah. i'm surprised we didn't hear about it from him but no. Right. Uh, right. so let's move to syria yeah because that's one place i wouldn't want to move no yeah president obama's no. effort to win legislative effort or le- legislative approval for military action against syria passed its first congressional hurdle well, it passed the foreign, the Senate Foreign Law Relations yeah. Committee. Committee. So Let's we, be yeah, clear about that. Not, not so the it, Senate, but the committee. yeah. The committee said committee. we should back those strikes. We should, we, you know, the Senate should back the strikes. What did you think about that move? That happened right after we had the yeah. show last week. Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm really coming more and more to the realization that the White House, particularly the Obama administration and other important political figures, yeah. wait until after Weekly Signals has aired before they do some. 
things, horrible things that yeah. we would, or, or good things that we would, you know. Now, do you done. think that this uh, Obama seeking approval of Congress is a good thing? I do. I did too. I, I thought it was a, a great political move. I do too. Yeah, I, I'm totally in agreement. And then the next day, after Obama does this, Sam Zell's L.A. Times says, mm-hmm. yeah, yes, says that that the Middle East doesn't have any faith in Obama because he's he's wavering on this. He's asking for Some asshat in, a, in an editorial said this, I no, assume? No, this was on the front page. Is it that was right? the headline story. Okay. It was, on, it was the headline story. It should be on the editorial pages. Okay, yeah. It, it, it was yeah, an editorial. It, it was an opinion. Uh? I mean, I could have said what we just said, that we thought it was a good political move. Yeah. Why do I think it's a good political move? You know why. Yeah. Well, it it makes everyone accountable. Yeah. It's not just the imperial presidency, which you and I have been railing about since before the Bush administration. Yeah. That, that the the president has assumed too much power, puts our our troops in harm's way on a regular basis, and the American public through the Senate and the House have no say in it. Yeah. So now, okay, bring it back to the people's realm and allow us to have some input into this. Even if they make the wrong decision, yeah. at least I feel yeah. that exactly you know, that he's taken that step. Yeah. Good God. You know, th- this is how I feel about this. Just I know we're going to get into some different stories on this. No. Syrian gas, any kind of chemical weapons, there are international treaties with, to which the most of the world, with the exception of Syria, by the way, and a few others, uh-huh. did not sign. But most of the world assumes that this is the custom of the world, internationally speaking. There has to be some sort of response. custom of the world? It is a. It's assumed part to, to of, use the gas, to not use chemical weapons in at all. I just wanted you to say yeah, that. Yeah, thank you, yeah. thank you. So, it's an international norm, accepted norm that we don't use chemical weapons. There has to be a reaction, and I'm glad that Obama has decided to pull the Senate and the House into this discussion. But I don't know, and we'll get into this a little bit. But I don't think military action is always, always, always the response that. Yeah. To a hammer, not every and everything well, we looks like a nail. we often look the other way when countries use uh, gas, like we did in Iran I, and Iraq. Yeah, uh, you know, Iraq, and sorry, in fact, okay. no, both Iran's yeah. used chemical weapons. Yeah. Oh no, I no, I time yeah. out. It was time Iraq. Out. It was yeah. Iraq. Yeah. I'm, 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 and we did it supporting during Saddam, the Reagan administration. Saddam Hussein. Yeah. We supported him. Yeah. We were there. We provided him with some of the technology and some of the material to do that. Yeah. So anyway, I just want to say that it just I hope that we don't go in. Okay, let's get on to the real news here. Sorry, that's that's news. Yeah. The Senate resolution uh, that would call for these strikes sets a 60-day limit on any engagement in Syria, with a possible 30-day extension to deter Syria's use and degrade its capacity to use chemical weapons. So they got a time limit on this little mm-hmm. strike, is what they're calling it anymore. It's a strike. It's not even an out. <laughs> it's not even the end of an inning. It's, it's just a strike. <laughs> Both the House and Senate are expected to hold their votes on military action in Syria as early as Monday. Yeah. And uh, Obama was over in Sweden because he got Russia didn't want anything to do with him. Well, he was on his way to Russia. He was on his way to Russia, but Putin was being stinky. Oh, is that what it was yeah. supposed to mean? He there was huffing and puffing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever. So Obama stopped in Sweden. And acknowledge that faulty U.S. intelligence in the lead-up to the Iraq war is fueling global skepticism of his push for military strikes on Syria. So Very smart to acknowledge it and then address it. I think yeah. from a PR perspective, all right, it's what everyone's yeah. thinking. Well, we've screwed this up before. We were lied to about the war in Iraq. Let's meet that issue. Um, well, he, know, didn't, he didn't explain it. He just no. said, I understand why you doubt me. 
and then let's not doubt me anymore. Right, right, right. Yeah. And then uh, there's Congressman uh, Grayson from Florida who keeps saying, or who said forcefully, "Look, there's all kind. We, there are all kinds of secure, classified documentation that, if we could see as congressmen, would really help us make a good decision here, and we're not being allowed to see it. Yeah. Why not? Why is why are not?" If if Obama says, I want the House and Senate to help me out on this, let's let them have access to all the material they need to look at. Precisely. I know. Also at the U.N., yeah. Secretary General Ban Ki-moon yeah. weighed in on the threat of a U.S.-led strike on Syria, yeah. saying it would be illegal. Well, illegal. That strike is illegal unless authorized by the Security Council or if made in self-defense under the U.N. Charter. Right. So there you go. So the you know, UN. We'll piss off the UN more than likely. Yeah. But that's what it what Well, it takes. no, let me ask Nathan Kellen. No. So are you convinced certain whatever degree you are or are not that we will actually fire missiles into Syria at some point? Oh I have no idea. Okay. Right. Might be a mistake. Somebody might lean on the button. All right. But you you're Do I want it to happen? No, no, no I'm not yeah. even asking that. Do you just is it a foregone conclusion? How, how the hell should I know? Right. What are we doing? Are we doing? Is this like an office pool or something? No, I'm are asking you, you from a learned, a learned man they, like yourself. Do they have a politi- politics Las Vegas? I think they should. <laughs> they should have this. Going yeah. to going to war in Syria or not by this I'm, date? I'm not going to hold you to a I'm prediction. $100 I'm just asking you. Like, I was going to put money. Why on you were it. wrong, I was Nathan. Put you money said on they it. wouldn't. What? I was going to put money on it. I'd put money on it. Okay. But I've been surprised before. Yeah. What do I know? In yeah. Egypt, the panel of judges called for the Muslim Brotherhood to be legally dissolved. Ooh. They don't want Muslim Brotherhood anymore. At least a panel of judges. <sighs> Which panel is that? Yeah, it's a panel. It's, it's a panel that matters. Yeah. I don't know, whatever panel that is. It's yeah. probably military Hollywood guys. Squares. <laughs> yes, exactly. The recommendation came a day after Egypt's top prosecutor ordered ousted President Mohamed Morsi and a number of other Brotherhood leaders to face trial for charges that include inciting the murder of protesters. Mm-hmm. Well, this is, a, this is quite a panel they have there. Yeah. Protests against the military-backed government have continued despite a deadly crackdown against the Muslim Brotherhood that has killed more than 1,000 people. And the, uh, it says here that the Muslim Brotherhood uh, picked Whoopi Goldberg to block. She's in the center square. Really? Yeah. So, they, so they, they, they're using the Whoopi Goldberg defense. That's amazing. Yeah. Just to let you know. Whoopi Goldberg? Yeah. She's, yeah. She's on the. She's I was on like the, Charles Nelson Riley. I love well, yeah. Charles. Oh, yeah. There's so many going back. Yeah, Charles Nelson Riley. Do you remember Charlie Weaver? Oh, uncle? I met Charlie Weaver. Did you? Yeah. Oh my God. One of my greatest celebrity uh, meets. Oh, wow. Yeah. There you go. And he was dressed like Charlie Weaver. <laughs> he was. If everybody <laughs> knows Charlie Weaver, he was a kind of a portly guy. Yeah. Short. Yeah. He wore a, like a little fishing type hat. Yeah. You know, this kind of rumpled yes. fishing <laughs> caps and suspenders, yeah. and usually a plaid shirt, long sleeve plaid shirt. Okay, was and, was he an, a comedian or was he a personality he was, kind I, of guy? I would call him a, a kind of a, a character walk on skit yeah. movie personality. Okay, you know, he wasn't necessarily wasn't a comic. He, I don't think he had a routine. Yeah, he was like Slim Pickens or uh, yeah, okay. yeah. He okay because yeah, by the time up at TV shows, yeah. By the time I caught up with him, he was one of those guys famous for being famous. I didn't know yeah. what he actually did to be famous, uh, but I knew he was famous somehow. Yeah. So okay, cool. He's a nice guy. Yeah, he seemed like it. In South Africa, some 80,000 gold miners went on strike to demand higher pay. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody wants higher pay. What is that? What's up with that? A miners' union has rejected—well, Wall Street has higher pay, Mike. Oh. So they yeah. want some of that. No. Oh, okay. They saw all those 
rich bastards get Can't, lots of money, and they're thinking, we do all the work. Yeah. Shouldn't we be getting some of that? Try to imagine. You're a gold miner. I'm a gold miner. And a, you're watching I'm, how I'm much- I'm the guy that owns the mine. No, no. But you're I'm, watching money fly out of there yeah. every day. Yeah. Millions and millions of dollars. You're, you're scraping in dirt yeah, every day. Yeah. You're living in poverty. You're living like a mole. And basically. every once in a while, yeah. you get this magazine gets thrown at you. Yeah. Like GQ. Yeah. Or Vogue. Yeah. And people are drenched in, in gold. Gold. Yeah. Yeah. And they're driving fancy cars. Right. And every day, you got a chunk of gold in your hand. Yeah. You're living in a shanty town somewhere yeah. or something close to that. Yeah, I'd want a little more money. And some asshat yeah, is telling go. you, you just got to work harder to get to where I am. Yeah. There you go. Na, na, na. Anyway, these gold miners went on strike. And the miners union has rejected an offer from industry bosses for, the, for a 6% pay hike. They want a little bit more than 6%. They call the offer slave wages. Oh. Yeah, the union. It's a loaded term. The strike comes just over a year after South African police opened fire on striking workers at the uh, Maracana platinum mine, mm-hmm. platinum mine, which they, was a big deal in South Africa. Yeah, they Africa. killed thirty-four people. Yeah, you know, well, bigger than the Boston bombings. Yeah, no, I mean they just opened fire. By, I mean by it was sixteenfold. It was pretty nakedly intended to yeah. intimidate anyone else thinking about going on strike, and that's uh... Uh, Fukushima. Well, just one one other South African. No. May I say something else about South Africa? I will. Uh, And this is, again, I I have a feeling I know what Nathan will say on this. Former uh, South African president uh, Nelson Mandela went home uh, finally after being in the hospital for three or four months. He's 95. He's going to die. I think he went home to die. And I just wanted to make note of the fact that Nelson Mandela is still alive, by the way. What's he been doing? He's been... Dying, slowly, slowly, slowly dying. Yeah, yeah. So your news is that a man who is dying at ninety-five, is actually yeah, and he went home, deader. I'm just making note of the fact that it's Nelson. Dead Mandela. man dying. Yes, news flash. Ninety-five-year-old dying man uh, went home. The death of an old man is not a tragedy. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, okay. Radiation levels. Yes. Yes. Hellhole. Yes. Fukushima mm-hmm. nuclear power plant hit a new high. Yeah. All right. Okay. Oh, no, that's bad news. Oh, it's not a good thing. Okay. Sorry. The latest figures. (laughs) Latest figures. Anyway, radiation levels there are at 2,200 millisieverts. That's a lot. That seems like. That's an increase of more than 20% and the worst level in the plant's holding tank since the earthquake. Which was March in uh, 2011. Yeah. The big meltdown there. Plants operators say the higher levels are explained by improved detection equipment. Oh, well, (laughs) see. (laughs) Oh, no, no. Come on. Really? Now we know. Oh, that's good news. Yeah, really. Thank (laughs) you for that. Don't they realize what they're saying is it's not new leaks. It's Uh, better equipment. It's just better equipment. So that means that we've been exposed to all this, according to you, for a long time. In other words. Three years. Or two two and a half years. You're sticking your foot in your mouth, I think. (laughs) The news comes one day after Japan pledged to spend about a half million, $500 million. Sorry about that. A half billion dollars to stop the leaking of radioactive water. They're going to build a, a big old wall. So why do you think they did that, wall. Nathan? Why would the why would the prime minister of Japan announce such a thing? Well, he has a deal going. What is it? TEPCO is that the uh, yeah the Japanese the Tokyo yeah, electric it's power Tokyo, thing? Tokyo yeah. thing? Yeah, Tokyo. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, and he has a deal going with them, and he's pledging taxpayer money to clean up the mess that 
TEPCO cost. But he's also saying it because they want the Olympics in 2020. Oh, absolutely. That's part of the yeah, reason the why he's making this big, hey, we're going to uh, spend yeah. a half a billion dollars. And by the way, uh, this really, uh, remember. Why does this... TEPCO pay the half million, half billion dollars and since clean they, it up? Since they're responsible for yeah. that, I know. Once again, taxpayers cleaning up an industrial mess. Socialism. Um, yeah, that's for corporations. The, for corporations. By the way, uh, this story leaves out, and we sh- we've mentioned it before on Weekly Signals, and that is 300 tons of radioactive water on a daily basis is spilling out into the ocean. Yeah. Now, there are people, scientists, people with big brains that have been saying— Not you or I. No, just people with much bigger brains than, than I. Um, have they been have brains say- that— com- Ours combined yes. are about a third. On a good what, day yeah. would be about a third of what yeah. they're, the brain power these people are saying. This is going to have an ap- impact on the ocean. I mean, yeah. you know, you continue to do this for Duh. a long period of time. Radioactive water spilling into our oceans uh-huh. with the currents and everything else will yeah. eventually have a real problem uh-huh. with our oceans. Thank you very much. Scientists and, said that. Huh? And, and this is not something that's going away in a month or two. This is going to continue for a long, long time. In Mexico, yes. tens of thousands of striking teachers are continuing protest against an education overhaul they say is aimed at privatizing education and weakening their rights. For two weeks, the teachers occupy the main square in Mexico City, demanding adequate funding for rural schools and policies that respect indigenous cultures. They oppose reforms touted by Mexican President Enrique Peña Nieto, which include plans to base teachers teacher hiring on mandatory evaluations. Jeez, again with the striking. Again with the striking. God. Mandatory evaluations. Mm-hmm. That's, I think that's the key here. The plan calls for teachers for the first time to undergo mandatory public periodic evaluations, but the detailed results would remain confidential. Okay. Analysts are calling the confidentiality clause significant because it would deny access to information in the midst of an effort to add transparency to the teaching process. Oh, okay. Fine. Test, test your teachers. I'm, that's, I don't have a problem with that. Well, in, in, in some ways, yeah, but I, all this peer group evaluation, though, if that's what it is, yeah. and, and, and student evaluation is annoying. Why don't we just, why don't, I'm yeah, just, yeah. just spitballing here. Yeah. Why don't we test stockbrokers on a regular basis yeah. since the impact that's, they that's, can have on our, nice. yeah, yeah, I mean, the, you, you know, yeah. Why don't peer reviewing? Major, you know. Why don't we peer review the people who are putting out the laws to peer review people? There you go. These peer review laws really are (laughs) adequate. (laughs) Okay, Uh, sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) Yale School of Medicine researchers have discovered a protein that is the missing link in the complicated chain of events that lead to Alzheimer's disease. What? Yeah, they they found the protein. Okay, that's a missing link Mm -hmm. in the chain of events that leads to Alzheimer's disease. What What'd I say, Mike? Oh, I'm sorry. What? They found yeah, okay. the protein, protein that can lead to the uh, the missing link that can lead in the to complicated chain that can lead, of events. Yes, that lead to Alzheimer's. So, researchers also found that blocking the protein with an existing drug—they already have the drug—and if they block this protein, is it LSD by any chance? If they block this protein yeah. with an existing drug, it can restore memory in mice. With brain damage that mimics the disease. Wow. So they're doing research on it, and all they have to do is, if, if they have a mouse that has something like Alzheimer's, yeah. and they give them this protein, 
It'll actually restore some memory. It function. unlocks some. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Well, so tell me that's don't, you're going to tell me it's like thirty years before they're going to be able to actually make that available to the public. I have no idea. It'll probably be like thirty years. And there'll be all sorts of hoochie-coo, yeah. and it'll cost a gazillion dollars yeah. when it first comes on right, the market. Right, and 30 right. years later, they'll, they'll be up for a renewal of their yeah. uh, intellectual all, property rights, right. and, and they'll yeah, yeah. have a generic version, but yeah. it'll be far too far so, in the future to do us any good. That's right. All right. A building under construction in downtown London is reflecting a beam of light so hot it is melting cars, frying eggs, and burning carpets. One part of me wants to say, awesome. Yeah. And another part of me wants to say, who screwed this up? Yeah. There's a building down there called the Walkie Talkie Building in London. And it's acting like a giant magnifying glass. Awesome. The sun rays are bouncing off the building's face, burning objects across the street. It's a uh, concave mirror type of I've seen the effect. pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, quite, yeah. quite The light and heat reflecting off the building is so hot it is blistered paint, caused tile work to crack, singed carpeting, and warped the metal of parked cars. That's hot. That is hot. Remember when the, that uh, Geary, uh, Walt Disney... Concert hall mm-hmm. also had a, a similar problem yeah, there. It, it was, was reflecting the light. So on, if you're driving, apart- a, you, well, it was going oh, into an right. apartment building right. across that's right. that's across right. the way. Yes, and it was heating the rooms uh, during this uh, at, at a particular point of day where people literally couldn't couldn't handle it. Yeah, yeah, couldn't handle the heat and the and the glaring light yeah. from the Getty, yeah. Walt Disney concert hall. Yeah, amazing. Australian electric. Molecular biologists successfully grew human stem cells in an environment that encouraged them to form pea-sized gobs of brain tissue. That is the the brain cells, not the actual researchers. The researchers <laughs> well, yeah, didn't. that would yeah, yeah, yeah that would be yeah. the uh, brain tissue had these pea-sized gobs of brain tissue. They went into that. And these are just stem cells turning into brain tissue nice. that further developed into distinct brain tissues, including a cerebral cortex and retina. Now, what I believe you are saying to me, Nathan Callahan, mini brains via this uh-huh. article, is that we could grow brains yeah. s- someday. We can grow brains. That's what they're saying there. I'm looking at it as a great snack food myself. <laughs> These can you imagine just having a you well, know like a little plastic container at Trader Joe's yeah. filled with mini brains? Well, I'm and I yeah. I'm reading all the time. Good eats. You know, eat brain food. This yeah. is good brain, this, brain this food. You can is, actually eat. You can't get closer to brain food. This is brain food. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my. Though not capable of consciousness or other higher cognitive functions, the mini brains allow scientists to study aspects of the developing human brain that are difficult to model in animals. So they're using it for research, too. Not Trader Joe's anytime <coughs> soon. Probably not. Well, you never know. I mean, know. they have the power berries at Trader Joe's, which power I berries. just love. Same, same Coat, coat them in chocolate, there. Yeah. and you've got Put power mini brains. brains. Yeah, mini brains. Yeah, I like it. And along that line, KFC Japan announced, announced that it would start selling deep-fried soup. <laughs> okay. Hmm? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Deep-fried soup. Yep, that's Will right. Will there be no end to this? I have no idea. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. Mahler, is it now? He's still protesting. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. Do you have anything uh, international-wise for us, Mike? Yeah, well, Mueller. Yeah. Well, oh, just real quick, you know. Okay. Real quick. 
They, uh, not that we need to throw any more gasoline on the fire, but the Israeli military claimed responsibility for a missile launch in the in central Mediterranean Sea that sparked a flurry of speculation amid uh, talk of a U.S. military action in Syria. They apparently, the Russian, uh, the, the, I'm sorry, the Israelis initially denied responsibility, but later claimed they were carrying out a joint test with the United States. Mm-hmm. How convenient. Yeah. So, it's just, you know, one of those things you just don't want to see. Everybody's very skittish right now. Gotcha. You don't want to see missiles being launched from Israel in the midst of all of this. But nope. they did that anyway. They did it. Right. Want to do a little secret stuff? Sure. <laughs> yeah, Mahler does. Yeah, Mahler loves the secret stuff. By the way, uh, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI.org. And now back to the news. For at least six years, law enforcement officials working on a counter-narcotics program have had routine access using subpoenas to an enormous AT&T database that contains the records of decades of American phone calls. Mm -hmm. Parallel to, but covering a far longer time than the National Security Agency's hotly disputed collection of phone call logs, the Hemisphere Project, as it's called, a partnership between federal and local drug officials and AT&T, that has not been previously reported involves, you're hearing it first right here on, on uh, Weekly Signals. Mm-hmm. I'm just making that up. No. This involves an extremely close association between the government and the telecommunications giant AT&T. Mm-hmm. The government pays AT&T to place its employees in drug-fighting units around the country. Our government's paying AT&T to do the work of the DEA. Those employees sit alongside DEA agents and local detectives and supply them with the phone data as far back as 1987. Wow. Yeah. Wow, man. I was doing some stuff back then. I'm totally screwed, man. The scale and longevity of the data storage appears to be unmatched by other government programs, including the NSA's gathering of phone call logs under the Patriot Act. The NSA stores the data for nearly all calls in the U.S., including phone numbers and time and duration of calls, for five years. Hemisphere. This Hemisphere project, however, covers every call that passes through an AT&T switch, not just those made by AT&T customers, and includes calls dating back 26 years. Which would be 1987. Yeah. I just want to let you know. That's right. Okay. I'm just trying to say the same thing. Yeah, I I just want people to understand. That yeah, all this information years ago. Wow. It's not just the last internet no, no, no. thing going on here. No. It's all phone calls. And it, it brings me back to something that I said a, lo- a couple of weeks ago, which is I, jokingly, facetiously saying in praise of crime. I mean, we're rapidly approaching a point that if you use the internet and you're involved in anything, you've made a phone call to somebody saying, hey, where's my weed? Your weed? You know, if you've said, hey, dude, you know, you were going to, where's my dude. bud? You know, just... You're you're legally culpable for having committed a crime. I mean, if you they put the two and two together, basically what I'm trying to say is, this is crazy. This is absolutely nuts for de- for them to be that closely embedded in a private business. Yeah, it's where essentially the assumption is everyone is guilty, right? There's no presumption of innocence. These guys are there to try and ferret out any. Any information that might lead to any sort of drug-related yeah. crime. Just, you know Anonymous, the hacker group? Yeah. They came out with a little video saying that uh, they're, they're calling for the end of the uh, separation. I mean, they're calling for a separation of Internet and state. 
Yeah. 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 Well, and 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 it sounds like it was there was a threat, a veiled threat in there too. Like we're going to be here, and we're going to do something about it. Mm. Mm-hmm. So there. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, uh, Chelsea Manning, yeah, formerly known as Bradley Manning, mm-hmm. formally filed a request for a presidential pardon. Yeah. Ay, 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 So there uh, was the story that yesterday. The secret stuff story? Yeah, yeah yesterday. The, yeah. Uh, the announcement that U.S. and British intelligence agencies have successfully cracked much of the online encryption relied on by hundreds of millions of people to protect their privacy and their personal data, online transactions, emails, according to top-secret uh, documents revealed by former contractor Ed Snowden. Uh, the Guardian is reporting that this, this, they basically have um, the NSA and other agencies have figured out ways to crack the code. There's ways they do it through the use of supercomputers, which break encryption codes through with brute force. These brute are, force. They just essentially run through all the possibilities. Uh, the uh, Brute force. Uh, brute force is what they call uh, breaking is, encryption. The this most is a overzealous mm-hmm. writer there. Uh, the most closely guard, well, this is what, a quoting from a report by yeah, I the know. NSA. That's what I'm saying, but, yeah, an overzealous yeah, oh, writer. Right. No, yeah. The most uh, closely guarded secret of all encryption by technology companies and internet service providers themselves. So they've managed, yeah. according to this report, managed to essentially break almost every encryption system on the planet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just, cool. That's just letting you know. <laughs> We're number one. PayPal, whatever. Yeah. You, you just it, it's, it's insecure. It's not very secure. It's unsecure. And, and the, the 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 part of this uh, story has to do with uh, the NSA has worked with companies to build in back doors to a lot of their. They've worked. Uh, not only have they worked on hostile companies to try and break their code, but they've worked with friendly companies like the like you were talking AT&T. about AT and T and Google and such to build in back doors. These these companies are concerned because there, if there is a backdoor, somebody else might find it, uh-huh. not just the NSA, thereby jeopardizing much of their business. And as you know, Mike, I'm a backdoor man. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, that's what Mahler thinks about backdoors. By the way, this comes Keep to us from. from oh, yeah, comes to us from what? Glenn uh, Greenwald. Glenn Greenwald. Good for him. What is it, Mahler? You want to tell them that we're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine? Yeah, 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 yeah. Irvine, California. On the web at KUCI. Yeah, dot, whoa, whoa, boy. Dot O-R-G. Uh-huh. Whoa, who is that? I hear it. That's a neighbor again. Oh, that's a, yeah. Oh, we're sorry. Kind of, it's Mahler. Yeah. Yeah. He just kind of, you know, he just pokes his head over the fence and just yeah. wants to know what's going on. I think yeah, that's, that's right, all that was about. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And now? Yeah. It's time for, yeah, drones in the news. Yeah, 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 yeah. U.S. drone strikes killed at least six people in Yemen local, security forces said. The dead included top two leaders of al-Qaeda. No, two top leaders of Mm al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula. Meanwhile, in Pakistan, a U.S. drone attack killed at least four people in north, north, Wazirstan. Was was I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just, paying attention. But yeah. I was like, well, it's always North Wazirstan. It, it's always North. It's a little North. running, yeah, yeah. not joke, but it's, there it is. There it is. Officials there also claim the victims were militants. Of course they did. If you're a militant, just don't live in North Wazirstan. Yeah, that's North, 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 You look like a militant. You are a militant. Yeah. Al-Qaeda. How, what does a militant look like? If I were a militant, I wouldn't want to look like a militant. There you go. Yeah. Let's see. That's 
Also in Drones in the News, Al-Qaeda's leadership has assigned cells of engineers to find ways to shoot down, jam, or remotely hijack U.S. drones. Al-Qaeda commanders are hoping a technological breakthrough can curb the drone campaign. Of course they are. Of course. Yeah. And uh, that's it. They're out there trying to find out how to break into our systems. Mm -hmm. Also, Mm -hmm. uh, you know that uh, there's a backlash against drones here. Uh, no. Especially in, uh, uh, especially in our uh, businesses in the domestic mm-hmm. realm. Good, I'm but in in China, us. yeah, uh, one of the China's biggest delivery companies is tinkering with using drones with government permission. They're hoping to uh, deliver packages into remote areas. Just it's just a delivery. It's like a UPS, mm-hmm. SF Express. They're called. So, what do they want to do with the drones? Well, they're ready right now to do to do delivery, like uh, a UPS, like delivery. a UPS, like a pizza delivery <coughs> thing, like we were talking. Well, not about. pizza, not pa- parcels. Right, it's a parcel parcels. Company. But I mean, the idea that you, yeah. you call up in thirty minutes or less, you get your, you know, your no, your CD idea. player it's or whatever. The idea it is that it's okay. like UPS. Okay, it's yeah. like yeah, it's like UPS. Yeah, yeah. There's a difference between pizza and UPS. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, you don't call <laughs> oh. the, you know, the oh, pizza right. company to pick up your parcel. Oh well. Also in Drones in the News, drone creator Height, Height Tech introduced the Defecopter, a so, new type of emergency medical assistance tool that can deliver a defibrillator, and I'm sure other things, to a victim of cardiac arrest. Now, all you have to do is know how to use a defibrillator. That would be a key part of yeah, that. Yeah, but at the same time, in, in this day, they're even talking about having apps that will not only teach you how to use it, but use it, but to call in one. So if you have a friend that's having a heart attack you, and you're in a remote area that doesn't have access to that, you can call in a defibrillator. defibrillator. Nice. <laughs> well, I mean, it, you, so know, you know, you're know, you at a party. Things get out of hand. Yeah. You know, you need a defibrillator and sometimes. And who knows? You might just want one for the fun of it. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's kind of a, a prank defibrillation. Exactly. exactly. <sighs> and now for uh, domestic news. The Obama administration announced same-sex spouses of military veterans, military veterans, that's a key here, are now entitled to the same benefits as heterosexual married couples. What? So we're going, you know, we're kind of backing it now. Mm-hmm. We're reeling it in. Them, yeah. From all, all angles. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Ruth Gader Ginsburg became the first Supreme Court justice to officiate a same-sex marriage ceremony. <laughs> really? I yeah. missed that really. Okay. Yeah, yeah there you up. go. Ruth Bader. Yeah, oh, Ruth. Nice. Nicely done. Yeah. <laughs> and a former Montana high school teacher who had confessed to raping a 14-year-old student who later committed suicide was sentenced to spend... Oh, I heard about this. 31 days in yeah, jail. Yeah. 31 days in jail. And the judge said that yeah. the girl was older than her chronological age, and that kind of forgave him a little bit. <sighs> she She looked... She looked hotter. Oh, you know, yeah, you know. well, she looked, then, she looked like shoot, she was when at you least, put it that way, I mean, you know, you know. 17 and a half. Yeah, and, shoot. Yeah, only 14. But well, there you go. Guy couldn't help himself. I, I'm yeah. imagining there was a little bit of a backlash on that. Oh, I'm yeah, just yeah, kind yeah. Of, just kind yeah, of yeah. surmising that people tons might have been upset. Tons and tons yeah. and tons yeah. of backlash on that one. Oh, what people is it, Mahler? Might have speaking of. Yeah. Ariel Castro. Yeah. What is it, Mahler? Jeez. It's not all bad news this week. The Cleveland man sentenced to life in prison for kidnapping, rape, and torture of three women he held captive for over a decade was found dead in his prison cell. He hanged himself. Yahoo. Yeah. Yeah. Now, again, if he chose to to take this action, that's, you know, that's his choice. 
Yeah. I there going to be there has to be an investigation. I I honestly have to, he's dead. He's Who dead. Needs to investigate. Well, you want to spend money I don't want no, I, but I don't want jailers. I don't want jailhouse justice. I mean that's just Why not? Well, all right. I, that's pretty argue. good to me. I'm not going to argue. Jailhouse justice. A new investigative report is raising questions about accountability for alleged abuses and unlawful shootings by the Houston police. Mm-hmm. That would be in Texas. I'm guessing just uh, I'm just guessing that they were found not guilty. Of, of everything. There of were everything. 550 innocents, and uh, every single one of them was justified, according to this report. Jesus. <laughs> and, and just for what it's worth, five, 550 incidents between oh. 2007 and 2012, one of the slain victims was a wheelchair-bound man accused of attacking officers with a pen. Oh, my God. With a pen. With a pen. With a pen. Well, then, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you... Jailhouse justice. When you throw that, that in, the pen yeah. part, I mean, for God's sake, <clears throat> of course. Wow. Of the 700 ex- <laughs> 706 excessive force complaints, fifteen only 15 officers were disciplined. Just to let you know. Just wow. let you know. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> May, okay. Okay. Fill in the blanks, you know. Yeah, that's where know, I'm going to leave it. You know, just that's leave that one leave right it. there. Dunkin' Donuts apologized for having a model in blackface promote its char- charcoal donut in Thailand. All those words together. Let's read that again, uh, folks. Dunkin' Donuts apologized for having a model in blackface promote its charcoal donut in Thailand. That's, my that's my, so my like, number one question is, charcoal donut? Charcoal donut? Yeah. Well, you know, actually, Thailand. You know, actually, that they eat charcoal in Thailand. That story that yeah. Nathan just read is uh, what I read as a vocal exercise just before I come on the air. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, you know, the quick silver fox jumped over the gray whale or whatever that is. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's I use that instead. Yeah. yeah so. Uh, and not just to balance, because we want balanced reporting here yeah. on Weekly Signals. No, we don't. A black New Jersey high schooler running for student government was found to have sent racist text to himself. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Apparently, he called himself a charcoal donut. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Oh, man. Please, God, forgive stuff. me for saying that's that. very serious. Might be stricken down. Yeah. <laughs> And Pennsylvania high school sophomore Brandon Silk was hospitalized for anaphylaxis. Oh. Huh? You know what I'm I know, saying? Yeah, I know. Anaphylaxis. I know that's not right. I, I, I don't know why I didn't pay more attention to that. Anaphylaxis. Anyway, it's, it's a, a serious allergic reaction to, that can cause death. Oh, anaphylactic? Is that what well, it is? Well, it's a version, yeah. Anaphylaxis. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Anaphylaxis. Okay. It was caught in my throat. No. It's a, yeah. not a, anyway. It's not an everyday word name. Brandon was hospitalized for anaphylaxis. Okay. Yeah. I knew her. In oh, well, <laughs> yes. That's incredible. In, yeah, high school. She was great. Yeah. Um, so what happened? Say what happened? Again. Exactly. Well, I'm, I'm not going to say ask you to say it again, <laughs> please. But What okay. happened? What happened? What, what happened? Oh, Molly. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, he thinks that's pretty funny. He's put in there for anaphylaxis after his classmates failed to honor a request that they not wear Axe body spray. Yeah, that's what it was all about, Axe body spray. Oh, my. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just a warning to young young folk. Do not use the Axe. And that's that's all I got. Well, I just want a quick one. Um, President Obama was in Russia yesterday. Yes, he landed he went in St. Okay. Petersburg. He was reinvited. 
and um, he did meet with members of the LGBT activist community. Uh, about uh, so, I just thought that was kind of an uh, interesting. Uh, so that uh, so uh, that took some courage that's, that's on the just a poor white fang. I was doing black too, actually, but <laughs> white. F- okay. <laughs> there you go. That's 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 white right. Fang. Yeah, that's white fang. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Last thing, Diane Nyad. Huh? Diane Nyad. Diana. Oh, Nyad. the one that swam. Yeah, to I'm just gonna say it out loud nice for people. Feat. I mean, it's a nice. She swam. What is she like? 103 years old. She's 64. 64. Thank you very much. Well, how about how far? It doesn't say how far it was. It's over it's ninety like, miles. Yeah, it's like ninety miles. Uh huh. She 50, swam. She swam from ninety Cuba. miles in like nine in like fifty three. She's been minutes, trying 50, to do it for a long time. Fifty three hours. Yeah. Ninety miles. Anyway, yeah. just what the heck? She's been trying. She's had other attempts. This was her, I think, fifth or sixth wow. attempt to do that. So, congratulations, perseverance. Congratulations, Diana. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> and finally. A gang of angry drunk elk. Okay. <laughs> All right. Barred a man from entering his home in suburban Stockholm. Okay. Leaving the frightened homeowner no choice but to call police. <laughs> yeah. He's a drunken elk. Uh, who are a recurring nuisance for homeowners there in Stockholm. The drunken elk. Is there a bar they go to? Are they, what well, is they uh, dipping into? Yeah, at this time drunk? of year. Yeah. Apples and other fruit fall oh, to the ground, fermenting. and they ferment. Oh, okay. Then, then the, I mean, the elk know that this is a good thing, so and they just gorge themselves on these things, and then they go out and they just like, like like most people yeah. and other animals who've had too much alcohol in their system, yeah. they get a little bit violent. The social the social barriers sort of break down mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah. So uh, okay, so a, a band of drunken elk go into a, walk into a bar. Yeah. The bartender says, "Yeah, why the long faces? Why the long faces? Yeah, and then what happened? Take, I don't take. I just. I saw. Oh, you give of, me a joke without yeah, a punchline. I just. Line? Yeah, no, that's the punchline. Why the long faces? Why the long faces? Yeah, okay. Oh, see, yeah. yeah. See, there ah, you go. You yeah, see, me there. Yeah, no, that's it. That's all I got. Why the long faces? Yeah, okay, all that's right. Good. That's nah, not. That one snuck up on nah, me. Anyway, back to the story. Yes. Uh, a local officer uh, disagreed with the whole situation. He he, and this is a warning for all our." Our listeners, drunken elk, he said, can be very dangerous.